are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Park the sound at your favorite Tar Heel voice. Welcome to Locked On Tar Heels. As always, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. Thank you so much for joining me today. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you download, subscribe to the podcast from anywhere. You can also join the fun via Twitter by following at Locked On Heels or me personally at Candace D. Cooper. So here's what I have on tap for you today. We've got some schedule changes yet again for the Tar Heels who are running out of time and running out of opportunities to show that they are a much improved team. So we'll talk about that today. They've also got to prepare for Northeastern. Should be a good matchup tonight. But are the Tar Heels ready to bounce back in an opportunity that really won't, again, like I said, won't have many left here as the season is winding down. So let's jump right into it, shall we? The ACC announced today, a few minutes ago before I was recording, that Virginia Tech at Florida State and the Clemson at Pittsburgh men's basketball games scheduled for the weekend have been postponed. The games were scheduled to be played on Saturday in Tallahassee and Sunday in Pittsburgh. Florida State now will play at Pittsburgh at 4 p.m. Saturday in a game televised on the Regional Sports Network. Additionally, Tuesday's North Carolina at Boston College game has been postponed. So Carolina was supposed to play the Eagles on the 23rd at 9 p.m., but that is no longer the case. Apparently, the postponements are following positive tests, subsequent quarantine, and contact tracing within Virginia Tech, Clemson, and Boston men's basketball programs. The teams are adhering to the outline protocols within the ACC Medical Advisory Group report, which we all know is available at acc.com. So that's their advised schedule. Carolina on Saturday looks will still play Louisville at 6 p.m. at home, so there's nothing to worry about there. But Tuesday's matchup is gone, and yet again, Another opportunity, Carolina will have to play Saturday to Saturday, so there won't be another game prep. They won't get into their rhythm. We all know Carolina has been a very inconsistent team this season, so the fact that they have yet another opportunity taken away from them is precious. So I hope that is what Roy Williams is harping on and the fact that we all know what happened against the Miami postponement. We all know that at the end of the day, the boys mess up, but I hope the harp on fact is the is that there are not many opportunities in this season to play. There are not many opportunities to get better besides practice. Yeah, you can get a practice star, but you can't get what really matters to fans, what really matters to boosters, what really matters to ADs and the like is wins if you don't play games, right? So Carolina is looking for an opportunity to capitalize on a win tonight because they have got a big, tall task at hand, and that is playing Northeastern at 7 p.m. UNC opened its DMs, just to give you a recap for anybody who wanted to play between yesterday and Thursday. Of course, who doesn't? want to play UNC basketball, who doesn't relish in the opportunity and playing an historic program. And certainly the DMs were flooding. Carolina had answered the call from Northeastern, right? And to give you a recap of who Northeastern is, they are 9-7 overall in the season. They are second place in the Colonial Athletic Association with an 8-2 and two record in league play. The Huskies split a pair of games at Towson this past weekend, their first competition since January 24th. So they are rusty just like everybody else, and they've had some issues with COVID protocol, but 
that's just everybody this year. There's no, I don't think there's a team yet that hasn't experienced or dealt with a postponement from their end or otherwise. So everyone's dealing with it, and you just got to play who's in front of you. The Tar Heels have only played six home games this season. Three earlier non-conference games at home were canceled due to the shortened schedule, in addition to the three ACC games, which were postponed and have not yet been rescheduled. Again, mentioning, which is now four ACC games having to be rescheduled now that they've added Boston College. So no opportunity to play Miami. Don't know if that'll be rescheduled. Can't play Boston College. There'll be a lot of games to put in back-to-back if they get the opportunity to do so. They might not. It might just be ACC tournament time. We'll see what happens. It might just be Florida State's year. Yet another. I saw a tweet today about let's just give it to Florida State, call it in, do what we do. As we all know, we are into triangle basketball. NC State had yet another player go down. It just seems as if all of the things are just not going right for a triangle basketball this season. Jalen Johnson deciding to opt out for the rest of the year due to a lingering leg injury, which is fine. You know, we get it. Opt out, quitting that sparked a whole conversation on Twitter and what have you. And I just think we're all just trying to pack it. I think like the same way we were trying to get through football, we're all just trying to get through this basketball season as best we know how, right? So that's pretty much how it's going down. I feel like, if nothing else, we can discuss the fact that 11 of the 14 teams in the ACC have played nine or more home games, including nine teams that have played 10 or more. No other ACC team has played fewer than seven home games Who this at this point in the season. So everybody's trying to figure it out. Everyone's trying to focus on what they can do. And I just think that Carolina is doing the best they can, right? Northeastern will be playing its fourth Power 5 opponent on the road this season. Head coach Bill Cohn is in his 15th with the Huskies. He is tied with Jim Calhoun for the most wins in school history with 250. Carolina is scheduled to return to league play at 6 p.m. on Saturday. So they'll still be at home, still have opportunity to play a great squad in the Cardinals, and we'll just keep it rolling, right? We'll hopefully have a win tonight, and then we'll have one come Saturday. But before I get to an even more important story about the three keys to victory, because I know that's what you guys are itching for when you come to the podcast the day before or even the day of a game, I got to remind you that you have to lock in with Built Bar, right? As you know, I've been on this fitness journey. I am all about my Peloton. I am a Peloton princess out here. I am doing the damn thing when it comes to my Peloton. I have been looking for great treats to stay fit, but keep me nice and toned. That's why I've leaned on Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. With 18 amazing flavors that are 100% covered in chocolate, Built Bar is even more delicious. If you're a health conscious person like me, you'll enjoy Built Bar because it's low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for the keto diet. Go to BillBar.com right now and use promo code Locked On, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast, breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. Now, Carolina is about to step out of conference play just for a bit, right, when the Tar Heels host Northeastern tonight at 7 at the Smith Center. You can catch it on ACC Network Extra. We'll stream the game live. I'm not sure if that is available on regular television. I'm doing the best I can to find it my damn self. I will make sure I tweet it out for you if you are looking and interested for that. You can also live tweet me during the game at Locked on Heels. We like to throw all of it out there, see what sticks during the game. I love crazy takes. I love content that's candid. We know we just we just keep 
it real on Locked on Tar Heels, right? This is the second all-time meeting between UNC and the Northeastern Huskies. They defeated them 101-66 back in 1991 in the Carrier Dome. That was an NCAA tournament first-round game. Apparently, Coach Hubert Davis and Rick Fox led the Tar Heels in double figures with 16 points apiece. Now we know that Carolina is sitting at 12-7, and 7-5 seven, seven and five in the ACC. This is their first non-conference opponent, opponent since defeating Kentucky and Cleveland on December 19th. We know that Northeastern is 9-7. and seven. We know that they are in second place in the CAA. They are definitely looking to beat a talented team like Carolina. They're looking to add that staple win as they figure out what their season will look like by the end of March. Carolina added this non-conference game again, as we all know, due to COVID-19 safety protocols, all the things that were going on. It is UNC's third ACC home game this season that was postponed. None of the three games have been rescheduled. Miami and Clemson and Virginia Tech. So, and now Boston College. <laughs> Four games that have not been played. Probably won't be played, but who knows, right? This is UNC's la- latest non-conference regular season game since hosting A&T in 2003. So, Carolina, right? They are trying to figure out just where to go. But they obviously have opponents between the Huskies that they could use some game tape from. The Carolina, uh, excuse me, let me try again. Carolina and Northeastern share the common opponents of Syracuse College of Charleston, who both uh, the Huskies and Carolina have played. And they are just looking to make sure that when they look at film, they can beat them as well. We all know last time Carolina was out, they lost to ninth ranked Virginia 60 48. Day before Thanksgiving, it was not a game of love, and it was certainly not Caleb Love's best game, all pun intended. They scored a season-low 48 points and shot only 34% from the floor, and it was just ugly from start to finish. Walker Kessler was our leading scorer with nine points. Just let that sit and marinate for your spirit. It was terrible, right? Carolina's losses, all of which have come in the, on the road, have come against teams that are 28-6 and six at home this season, which is 82%. That's the better that's better than the winning percentage for ACC home teams, which is 67%. In ACC play, we know that Virginia, Florida State are top dogs. Georgia Tech is sitting pretty, as well as Clemson as being six and one. NC State, we're talking about triangle teams, is three and four. So Carolina is trying to find itself not in the five fifth-ranked position of the ACC. It'll be tough to get out of there at this point with fewer games and opportunities to play. But, man, oh, man, can they still be the Carolina that runs the table at the ACC tournament? I think yes. I think it all just depends. Who's available come tournament time? Really, truly, honestly. But you always got to have three keys to victory, right? You can't just say, oh, Carolina's going to do the damn thing because they're Carolina. That's just not the case this year. They got to have three keys Two victory, and the number one thing they have got to do is shoot consistently. Consistent shooting, as you know, because you've seen every single game this year, right? Over the last three games, Tar Heels have been inconsistent offensively, scoring 91 points, shooting 53% from the floor in their win against Duke. But then they had an opportunity to show us how awful they could be offensively with a 50-point effort against Clemson and a 48-point effort against Virginia. That was a 25% from the floor day for the Clemson game and a 34%
<laughs> shooting performance. I'm sorry, I had to laugh. That was funny. <laughs> I broke character. Had to laugh because that's awful. I just, you know, every time I sit here and say, you know, there's progress. No, that's awful. So there's that. Now, number two, find a defense. Carolina has got to get better defensively. That's one thing that I think Leaky Black can you know, do better on leading the squad with. I think that's something that Caleb and RJ can do better with stealing and picking pockets. That's something that they can absolutely get better on because defensively, the Tar Heels have allowed the opponents to score 90% or better on in 11 of 19 games, including three of the last four. If you get any kind of, comp- any kind of confidence with this Carolina team, right, if you pick their pocket at least five to six, maybe even seven times, it's usually a done deal. I'm trying to tell you, it's one of those things where Carolina just doesn't, they stay in games, sometimes they come out on top, and then sometimes they just blow it, and they don't even have, it's like lack of effort, lack of willpower, lack of hustle, lack of getting somebody else's face, telling them to come on, picking each other up. It just does, there's just no gel, <laughs> and I understand the dynamics of this year it makes it hard, but you got to figure out something, right? If I can sit on a Zoom call, if I can sit on a clubhouse, like we can figure out how to kumbaya a little bit better. Cohesion, know how to be your teammate's right-hand man. Carolina's still figuring out how to do that. Number three, final three key to third key to victory. They have to make their damn free throws. I'm about sick of looking at this team. Barely able to make a free throw. UNC has shot 50% or better from the floor in six of the last 11 halves. 50% or better from the floor in six of the last 11 halves. Accomplished that five times in the first 27 halves. Carolina has got to make their free throws in the clutch. They have got to make their free throws when it counts, when the score, they can get back in games. They could have got back in that Virginia game slowly but surely, but not making your free throws is just simply unacceptable, right? It's just something that I, I frustrates me to my core because not only is it free money, right? Ain't nothing better than free money, but it gives you an opportunity to put games away, to get back in games where you have no, nothing but you and your mind. It's nothing but you and your mind. It's all mental. It's all, you know, mechanics. It's all fundamental. So, like, you cannot even go to, like, oh, well, man, he was looking looking me up and down on the free throw line. I just lost my focus. Or, right, he was playing incredible defense. I just didn't know how to handle myself on the free throw line. Like, that's just not – it's not there, right? So, Carolina has got to figure out how to make a damn free throw consistently. Not one of, one of two, right? Not missing both. Like, make them both. Right, make three if you get fouled three point line, even though we know that's a rare occasion, but it could happen for Carolina tonight. Again, they play at seven on this ACC network extra. Make sure you guys tune in if you're getting ready to to bet. I just I want to say go with the over, but I'm not sure. I, I don't feel good in my spirit about the over tonight because I think that Carolina is certainly struggling in ways that. I don't know. They could blow this team out. They could be, give them some real Duke energy where they're just like, we're going to put up a good bit of numbers. We're going to shoot lights out. Or they could give you Clemson, uh, Virginia vibes. And it just, oh, it's terrible. Tragic. Truly. You can't shoot. They're uh, way out of a, I'm not, you know what? That was about to be rude. I, mean, I, I took it back. I took it back. <laughs> I took it back. I need my blessings this week. So I took it back. I'm not even going to say what they shot like. Either way it goes. I know that Carolina needs a victory in the worst way possible. So if you're going to bet, if you're going to put your money on Carolina, I'm just trying to say the over-under on betonline.ag is 137.5, plus or minus 16. Woo! 
I don't know. Northeastern, I think Northeastern going to cover that while you're playing. <laughs> I don't think betonline.ag was sure enough about this Carolina team. They don't know how inconsistent these jokers can be. But hey, what do I know? Right? Here we are. We'll see what happens. But if you're going to bet on betonline.ag, make sure you go to the one place that has you covered and one place that I trust. If you sign up for a free account at betonline.ag, use that promo code locked on for the 50% Welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get it on the action. Don't forget to use promo code locked on. 50% welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. March Madness is a few months away, but the future of the NBA is on display right now. Get a head start on next year's draft analysis by subscribing to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board Podcast. Draft guru Chad Ford has his first big board of the year out with profiles of Cade Cunningham, Jalen Suggs, Evan Mobley, and more. Subscribe to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board Podcast wherever you get podcasts. So simply put, as we wrap up today's show, keep it short and sweet today. Don't like to waste this time when the reality is we just don't know what this Carolina team is. We don't know what we're going to get tonight. I wish I could tell you, yeah, these guys are super focused. It's going to be a revenge game. They're going to make sure that everyone knows how great they are offensively. But I can't say that the full mind, right? It's easy to beat teams like a Northeastern, right? It's easy to beat teams like College of Charleston. You, okay, congratulations. Do you want a cookie or a small parade? I'm not giving you, you know, super high pumps or accolades for doing something that you're supposed to do. Again, I've said all season. This is excellence is the standard, right? Winning national championships is maybe, you know, it's, it's nice every now and then, right? We'll take one every couple, five, six years. But like, let's keep it a buck. Like, you can't sit here and tell me that you can only score 48 points against a team like Virginia after going out celebrating beyond whatever reason against a team like Duke this year who's a barely above 500. Like, it's just a, it's a different level of focus. It's not focus if I'm going to keep it all the way real with y'all. I, I do think Carolina is not on the right mission, right? They're not dialed in. They're not – I want Carolina to be the Alabama – of college basketball, the Alabama football team of college basketball. Like I want it to be such a well-oiled machine now that we've gotten past a lot of our stressful years, <laughs> a lot of our tense moments when it comes to Carolina athletics in general. I want Carolina to grow to be that to the point where it's just like, you're just reloading. You know that you have to come to Carolina and be a well-oiled machine. You know you have to come to Carolina and be a point guard that can deliver night in and night out. You are going to make your free throws because that's just what you do, right? You're going to gel with your teammate. You're going to, even if you don't gel with your teammates, you're going to see the bigger picture. I'm pretty sure at Alabama, everybody is not besties. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody don't love, love Nick Saban. But when you come to Carolina, you know the standard. When you come to Alabama, you understand you're going to either fall in line and you're going to get on the truck or you're going to get run over. I had Locked On College Football episode. If you guys go to one of my Monday episodes, talk to Locked On, uh, Locked On Bama podcast host Lou Robinson. And he was talking to me just about the whole recruiting process, the whole process of getting kids to stay at Alabama once you figure out, like, yeah, I might be low on the depth chart, but eventually I'm going to get my shot to be excellent, right? I look at Carolina like that sometimes. I'm like, yeah, Puff Johnson, when he gets it, he's going to be great. When Walker Kessler really gets the flow and he's going to be excellent. Can we get to the point where we're like in Alabama and we just sit there and we reload and we're going to get, you know, all these guys coming in 
and we're going to have the opportunity to just win championships on championships. Like, can we ever get there? I don't know. I would love to say that about you. Like, oh, yeah, Carolina, please, right? Men can make free throws in their sleep. They can defend like it's nobody's business. They don't even give you opportunities to feel like you're in games, right? They control everything. I just truly believe that Carolina is to the point where they want to be that. They expect, well, at least Carolina fans expect that. I'm sure Coach Roy Williams even has that sort of expectation towards his team. You expect that kind of excellence. And then I just, when it doesn't happen, I scratch my head. I just don't, I don't know how to explain because I'm just so used to excellence. Maybe I'm just a brat. I don't know. This is just, is this the beginning of the end? Tell me, right? Is, do I need to start lowering my expectations of Carolina basketball? I've already stopped cussing at the TV. I stopped getting excited about, like, I just, I'm even killed. I just watch games. I try not to cuss anymore. It's better. It's not always 100%. We're telling, we always tell the truth on this show. It's not 100%. But I'm just saying, like, I don't get overly emotional. I wake up the next day and act like life goes on because it does, right? I don't, you know, get too involved, right? There was more involvement when I was an actual student athlete, all that good stuff. You graduate, you move on, life happens, right? But do I need to get my hopes to like really just settle the fact that we got to get ready for a transition. You know, we got to get ready for new change, a change in leadership, right? It's coming on the men. <laughs> Do I need to mentally prepare my mind for that? If it's so, you just let me know. Like if you are an avid diehard, tell me whether or not I need to just humble myself, get over the fact that Carolina won national championships because it's going to be a minute, right? I'm hoping that all guys available come back next season. Well, let me take that back to you. <laughs> I hope some guys <laughs> make the decision to return that can possibly, hopefully, give us what we need next season. Some just need to go ahead and do what they got to do, right? Some are using scholarships and opportunities that, you know what, it's been great. Thanks for playing. But we're just going to go ahead and slide our way to the next. So I'm perfectly fine with that being the case for some situations, but I would love to hear from you guys at Keenan's D Cooper at Locked on Heels. Let me know what you're feeling, what you're thinking. Let's talk about it. Let's have a conversation on it. If you're tuning into the game tonight, again, over under is plus or minus 16. Over under is 137 and a half. Whoever you choose tonight, let me know your picks. How'd you feel about the game post game? You know, we do a wrap up show the next day. We'll talk about our three keys of victory. How did we do? We'll grade ourselves like we love to see if we were spot on. I'm trying to tell you. I don't know everything about basketball. I know I get out of breath easily when I do it. I don't know everything. I'm not an expert. I don't pretend to be. But I do know what I see, basic X's and O's in analysis. And that's what I try and give you every time you come to the stage and press play. So we're going to call it like it is, how we see tomorrow. It's probably going to be a blowout. And we'll just give them a pat on the back to keep pushing but it's nothing that we need to be overly excited about because we have games like Louisville on Saturday that we really should be prepping for. So hopefully this is a nice tune-up for Louisville. We can get ourselves ready. All right? Talk to you guys soon. Be safe. Be well. And as always, go Heels.